The views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, my brother Mark is about to drop some knowledge on what it means to be better. It is. It is. Something simple. Yeah, I think something we don't think about on a daily basis. But I think the whole episode today is really going to be a mental episode. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about being better. We're going to talk about how that's a positive thing. But I understand that you're going to bring us the whole topic on it's all mental. Because life is mental. It's whether or not we sink or we swim. That's a fact, brother. And the reality is the brain controls the body. So I know that you, I'm pretty sure you're going to roll first. I am. Let's do this first. first. But before we get started, we would not be here today without Visionary Meals, a farm-to-table healthy meal prep service sponsoring us today. Visionary Meals, thank you. Uh, Obviously, us being- Got nice dreads on a day. Give me a nice shirt. Heavily involved within the company. Um, you know, if you are looking, if you are out there looking for more convenience, a healthier lifestyle, or you, if you're one that's just constantly going through the, the fast food line, um, you know, running your kids to and from practice, Visionary Meals definitely provides And it a tastes healthy, good. It doesn't taste like diet food. Uh, it's the, real food. <laughs> that's it a tastes fact. good. There's, there's, look them up. Yeah, look them look up. up. Visionarymeals.com. So, um, guys, man, what... Finally. Yeah. Finally. Oh, gosh. I feel like we've been waiting on this forever. I know. It's everyone knows that has, you know, at least as close to us in our circle uh, that we've been talking about this for quite some time. At least a year. Oh, yeah. At probably. least a year. Probably yeah. longer. Yeah. So, viewers, we appreciate you guys tuning in with us. Um, this is going to be one heck of a ride. I'm with my brother, Mark Ryan, here. Um, and, you know, as we, as we get into some of our stories and, you know, what, deliberately linked is truly going to be about you're going to learn some um interesting facts about each of us and you know some stories and some just traumatic events you know either of us have maybe been through in our lives um but really we're here to just you know educate you know entertain hopefully a little bit some stupidity on our ends um you know stuff like running through running through cornfields uh with chains around your neck exactly exactly (laughs) Um, Be relatable. I mean, we're all humans. For sure. We all, we're for all sure. humans. We can all learn from each other. And the fact yeah. is, we're all, we're all put on this planet for a purpose. Yeah. And that is deliberately linked. We're purposely here together for a reason. Um, we're not going to spit at them, you know, because we think we know more than they do. Nope. Literally, a lot of this stuff is don't make our mistakes. Yeah. And then hopefully, if you're headed down the same path we were, cheat from us. Correct. Learn some of the things we've learned. For sure. Do some of the things we do. And you know, uh, with our backgrounds, hopefully we can motivate you to make some changes. If you're looking to make changes, this is the right place to be. Yeah, because no we will assist you in that. No doubt. Yeah, and I and obviously through this this walk with us guys, you're going to hear a little bit of some entrepreneurship. Sure. You know, as as if how many podcasts are out there talking about entrepreneurship? I mean, it's not like we're the only ones. And you know, that's why something that we want to make clear, and I've I've wanted to make clear, and on our social media page, you'll see in our bio, and it says, not because we we did it, but because we're doing it. Um, yeah. we're, we're not here to just drop all this knowledge, like, oh, guys, we're perfect, we've done this, we've done that. Not even close. No, but we're doing it right now, and what we're doing right now is working. So it we're, does. We're here, yeah. we're here to share some of that knowledge with you guys. It's not I, perfect, it's bump and grindy, but we're yeah. still moving forward. And that's, that's, yeah. that's kind of what brings us actually into our first topic yeah. of, at least my first topic of being, it, it, really, it's all mental. And truly what it means to have a, a mental 
you know, foundation of this everyday life that we are living. And, you know, I, so playing college football kind of for me was when I truly got a better understanding of what, what it means to, to crumble mentally and what it means to break through that barrier mentally. Okay. So real quick, I don't want to cut you off. Would you say college football is when you really started facing true adversity though? No doubt. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I used to think I was facing adversity in high school. (laughs) (laughs) High school's nothing. I keep telling my kids that guys, trust me, high school's nothing. Seriously. And yeah, Yeah. I used, I used to think, you know, looking back at high school, truly those are the glory days. I mean, I I, I talk about it with my best friends all the time that, you know, high school is the glory days. College was a whole nother level. It's it's a job. Um, don't get me wrong. It, it was it was a blast. Yeah, and you know, sure. I was fortunate enough to walk out with three NCAC conference championship rings, um, with with a heck of an experience. You know, really going into it with uh, you know graduating with some fantastic dudes. Yeah, you know, I shout shout all them guys out for sure. Um, but yeah, no doubt with that college football was the time for me where I I I fully grasped. Um, what it meant to fight through a mental battle. And I'm just going to jump into a quick little story for you guys. Um, So it was, you know, 2013, uh, graduated high school 2013. So going into uh, freshman year at Wittenberg University, where I attended college. Springfield, Ohio. Let's go. Shout it out. (laughs) And, uh, you know, as a freshman, you arrive as if you're if you're a football player, you know, you arrive to campus first before anybody. Of course. You You get there two weeks earlier. Um, and you, you really, it's two weeks of hell, especially <laughs> as a freshman. Um, you, you, are there. It, uh, okay. Let me just put it this way. My freshman year, I went, we went in, um, my freshman class, we went in about 90 guys. I graduated with less than 20. So you do the math. That's uh, D3 ball. So people who don't respect D3 ball, it is legit. No, it no is doubt. still ball. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And yeah, guys, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's, it's harder I would, I would, Obviously, I can't say fact-wise because I didn't play Division One. Don't worry. We'll have one of those guys on here. We'll do some comparison stories later, another show. But I promise you, I'm it's a different you, world. It's a different world. Yeah, different I don't want to get into it right now. But, yeah, that's a, that's a fact. Um, so going into freshman year, you know, like I said, you show up two weeks earlier. Yeah. And um, it, it's it's a whole new world. I mean, you're, you're showing up. You're showing up to a team of guys you don't know anybody. Sure. You know, you, you're fortunate if you're going if you show up to the same school with a guy maybe that played in your league. But other than that, you know, new faces, and you know that's a fun part about it. You get you get to meet all these new guys. These create these new bonds. These new this it's a brotherhood. Yeah. You create this brotherhood with so many new guys. Um, but at the same time, you're on an island by yourself. And yeah. with that being said, you're on an island. Um, to take someone's spot that's on the same island, you know, next door to you, because you know, as we all know, the know the game of football, eleven guys field the field. That's right. The um, fact is, what have you done for me lately? Correct, correct. So, um, <laughs> showing up, you know, at, at freshman camp, you you go, you you typical testing. Uh, you got your your you know s- typical school stuff that you have to go through the first couple of days, but then you're really starting to get get into camp. And I'll never forget. Um, my first true experience of what college film was like. Mm. Um, you know, it was probably day two or three of camp. Um, I'm a freshman. I came in as a cornerback, um, ended up moving to outside linebacker later on in my career. Um, but came in as a cornerback and 
you know, I'm, I'm definitely the type of guy, you know, I'd like to think that, you know, I show up in a room, I'm just going to, I'm going to shut up and listen, especially as a freshman. I, I, trust me, I know my place. You know, I'm not going to walk into a room and, and, and be this, you know, necessarily this loud mouth if it's, if it's not my, my time and place. Sure. And let's just, let's just to be blunt, you know, I, I probably stepped out of my comfort zone. <laughs> I didn't think I did, or I didn't think I was going to. Oh, somebody um, did, though. But my position coach did. Shout out. I know this story. This is a great story. <laughs> Shout out. Um, and so we are, it's probably about 10 p.m. at night. You know, we just got done with a long day of camp. Uh, just started installing some stuff on the defense. And we're, we're getting ready to go watch film uh, before we call it for the night for, you know, probably hour, hour, two hours of film. Um, then we're going to hit the hay, get after it the next morning around 6 a.m. But anyways, you know, we're, we're, we're in a laxed environment. You know, people are kind of chilling. Uh, we're waiting for a roll call by our position coach, and then we're getting ready to dive into film. Yeah. And, you know, literally people, we're just, we're just relaxing, you know, guys talking about their day, you know, whatever, just really laxed environment. And coach, you know, coach says, all right, gang, let's, let's get this thing rolling. Still coming off as a laxed environment, you know, from my perspective, at least <laughs> you're about to learn it's the farthest thing from it. And, you know, he's, he's roll call. He's come to some of the seniors, you know, names before me, you know, they're just like not even paying attention on their phones. Obviously typical senior stuff. They, yeah, oh, yeah. They, they've paid their dues and been know, there. they know their place and they're he's calling their names out. They're saying, yeah, coach here. And, you know, I'm a freshman in the back and he goes, Josh Link. And I go, or I go, yeah, what up, coach? <laughs> and he, the room, silent. <laughs> silence. The he, worst kind of silence. Yeah. He stopped. He goes, what did you say to me? I go, yeah, I'm here, coach. He goes, no, 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 no. You said, what up, coach? I go, and I, he didn't even give me an opportunity to say anything. <laughs> he, This dude, first, he threw his pen at me. He called me every name in the book. He goes, you mother you think you can walk into this place like you fucking have done something? I'm about to make your life hell, Link. You ain't gonna, you won't fucking last two weeks in this camp. I'm gonna kick your out of here. And every other name in the book, too. And the seniors just looking back, like, damn, he got himself a good one now. And I'm just like, I'm like starting to crumble. I'm just like, okay, oh, you know, there's I'm, no mom and dad. No, no, You're on no, your own. No one to cry to. I mean, this guy just tore me up and down, called me every name in the book. And uh, basically, you know, said I was a worthless individual um, and I'm basically wasting his air to breathe. Sure. And, you know, it was, it was that Some point. people are going to think that's harsh. <laughs> Looking back now, we understand it. For yeah. sure. That, honestly, that, that, that took me a long ways. And, you know, I, I just sat there, sat there in my chair and I was just like, all right, welcome yeah. to college football. But, you know, guys, I'm going to be vulnerable here. You know, I was fighting back tears. I was just like, I am, I, I am fighting back tears. I'm feeling alone. I'm feeling broken. You know, he, he definitely he got to me. Yeah, he got absolutely. to me. He got to me, and, and that was his intentions. And it was humbled. It, yeah, very much so. And it was that night. Um, you know, so I, I went into most when you go into football as you know as a freshman, usually you get put with a, a freshman to room with um, another football player. Uh, but I was actually fortunate enough, not at this time, but fortunate enough throughout the school year, I, I linked up with a, a athlete that I graduated high school with that was going there to play baseball. So I sure. did not have a freshman football roommate. And so every night at camp, you know, you know, I don't know anybody. I'm going back to my room alone. It, it's, it's late. I'm physically, mentally beat. I'm dead tired and I'm going back to my room alone. And it was that night, you know, I'll, I'll never forget it. That was really the turning point, 
Um, for a lot of players, like I said, I came in with 90 and graduated with less than 20. A lot of players go back to the room after an event like that and they don't show up to camp the next morning. That happened over, that happened more, more than once. You know, you take roll call the next morning and they'll say, yo, Johnny and Johnny Bueller, he, Bueller, <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> right. And they, they dip out in the middle of the night. Like a bunch of cowards. Like, do it when no one's looking so they don't have to face anybody. It's very unfortunate because that stuff is hard to get rid of. No, that's a fact, yeah. So, you know, I, I went back to my night or my, my room that night and, you know, just kind of replaying what just happened in that film room. And and I, I didn't even add, I got shredded to pieces later in the film room too because I was a freshman, didn't know what the heck I was doing. Uh, just getting called out for every wrong thing that I did. And so I'm pretty, I'm, I'm feeling pretty, uh, I'm feeling sorry for myself sure. to be honest, like, sure. like a little, like a little baby, but I was feeling sorry for myself. And you know, I miss my, I miss my family. I miss my friends. I miss my, my girlfriend at the time, my wife today. Um, you know, and I, I same cr- person, just so we're clear, same person. <laughs> correct. Correct. <laughs> I cried myself to sleep. Oh, uh, sure. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I cried myself to sleep that night. Um, you know, really contemplating what the F am I doing? Right oh now? yeah. What am oh, I yeah. doing? And, yeah. um, you know, I tell that story because, you know, being on the topic of it's all mental, it, even though I was broke down mentally and completely t- torn, you know, torn apart, it would have been easy for me to be that, you know, fall into that category of someone that dips out in the middle of the night. Sure. Or maybe showed up the next couple of days or at least finished camp and then said, you know what, this isn't for me. Which happens across the country by the All tens the of hundreds. All the time. And, you know, as I grew in my in my time at college, you know, the the mental the mental struggles obviously continued 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 but i just got stronger stronger and stronger because of events like that but it's it's knowing it's it's knowing truly why you're there and i'll never forget i'll never forget we we concluded freshman year and i'm not going to sit here and say i had this spectacular freshman year no i was on the bottom of the total pool the whole year got my ass beat up and down the field um but i'll never forget sitting in uh i think it was a, a man it was applebees or something at the end of the year and I, I was sitting down with my parents, you know, they were taking me out after our last celebration. I, we won our conference that year. Um, you know, and we're, it was, you know, I guess a celebration and, you know, I was, I was telling them, they're like, congratulations, we're proud of you, you know, f- you know, sticking it out and whatnot. And I was just like, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not coming back next year. And I'll never forget like the disappointment. Sure. On my and I know your parents. I know your parents very well. <laughs> right. I actually coached with your dad for years. Yeah. So I, I get it. And that's and that's really who showed the most disappointment because my mom's oh. a, my mom's a lover. She would have been disappointed, but my dad's like heart just sank. I Brother, could just, the senior I could farmer. See it in his face. The senior farmer. I can yeah. picture. I can see it in his face. Now. And I'm not going to say he was the reason, the sole reason that I finished my career sure. there. Um, but it was a, a, a pivotal point for me, knowing that like I'm not just doing this for myself. No, I'm doing this for so much more. Oh, for sure. And you know, I got I got people back home. You know, you know, pulling like rooting for me essentially. Yeah. And when it's when you see the love that your parents, you know, invest, you know, it, it weighs on you. And it was it was really from that point on that you know I said because my my whole life I grew up once you start something you finish something hundred percent. And I didn't just tell myself from that point on okay it's like once i start the year i finish the year i was like no once i started on this team i will finish on this team yep and from this from this day on it it was the best decision that i've ever made you know other than probably 
accepting Christ, yeah, marrying, 100%, marrying my 100%. wife, yeah. um, and then maybe some other things along the line there. Yeah. But it was one of the best decisions that I have ever made uh, was to not crumble mentally to to the physical, um, at times it may be emotional abuse, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, it was about having that that mental focus and that mental toughness to just embrace the grind, embrace the suck. We talk oh, sure. about we talk about that all the time, embracing yeah. the suck. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I know people may be looking at this like, oh, it's another jock football story. <laughs> I get it that that's the illustration you're using, yeah, but the right. reality is this applies in every avenue of life. Every, every avenue. avenue of life, you have a choice, and the reality is most people don't consider that there are other people. I don't care if it's college. I don't care if it's your job. I don't care if it's a new business venture. Right. You feel alone. But yeah. the reality is you're not. Yeah. But we isolate ourselves. Yeah. So it's a moment there where you were willing to start isolating yourself and just having a simple dinner with your parents. You're like, okay, rethink. Yeah. This isn't how this is. And really, a lot of times, man, sometimes the best words spoken are the words that aren't. That's a fact. You know, because I know looking at the farmer, I would have probably been like, okay, I'm going to go suit back up with you. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I know his face. I get it. Yeah. It's real. It's real. It the is. struggle's real. But is. the brain is a powerful thing. For sure. And, you know, that's, you know, guys, when I, the reason I've, I'm sharing this topic of it's all mental because, it, A, it applies to me so much in my life. I mean, it's, it's, it's in my bio. They're going to hear it a thousand times. You're going to hear it all show. Yeah. Uh, it's in my bio handle on my, my personal Instagram. It's just yeah. because, you know, this life is a constant mental battle. But one of the main reasons um, that I picked that story was you know I could sit here and and pick a hundred different sure. physical stories of what it means to fight you know through the mental battle, but the true emotional battle of mentally is hand over fist all day long to what yeah. tr- what it means to fight through physically because physically your guys your body obviously we know this I and mean, you. you coaching together yeah. you know training together we yeah. know that y- your body is capable of so much your body more. will always quit before your brain does facts and the only reason your body quits is because your brain allows it that's a f- true yeah, story exactly so you know learning to you know if you can if you can it all starts mental right yeah so if, if you can fight through the physical stuff it's the emotional stuff that is so much harder yeah. you know as 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 we progress you know you know, in, in our, in our life and in, in sports, whatever it may be. Um, but, you know, to kind of wrap this and conclude this topic up, you know, I obviously encourage, you know, all of you guys, and it, it starts with the little things like this, and this, and this might sound kind of cuckoo and crazy to some of you guys, but where I am today of my mental mindset truly started, um, by the little, by the little acts of just when things got hard, emotional, physically, mentally, whatever it is, I would just remind myself it's all mental. Oh yeah, it's all mental. It's all mental. Yeah, I actually have. We are in our studio right now. It's aka my office as well. Um, but a a Monday through Friday, basically morning routine up on the wall on the door behind us or in front of us. Excuse me. You guys can't see it, but we can. Yeah, and it and it, it goes through a regimen of you know what's expected of myself. You know, obviously wake up, uh, my my personal quiet time. Hundred percent. Uh, you know, I actually have, am recently starting to dive into meditation. <laughs> you know, I think we're going to talk a little bit I wish bit I was good at it. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been consistent about it, but I see the importance of it. Um, it goes into obviously just typical work stuff, um, et cetera, et cetera. Workout, uh, actually yoga is, is extremely important and I'm, tr- I'm and I'm bad I've, at that. I've been too. horrible I'm at, bad it. at it. Too. I've been horrible yeah. at that, but I'm, I'm trying to get better at I'm it. I'm as flexible as a two by four. So yoga <laughs> and me don't really work. Right. But. And underneath that stuff, it says win the day, yeah. but underneath win the day and very, very small print 
it says it's all mental yeah. because that's all that stuff is. Yeah. It's, it's, can you get your butt out of bed at a decent time to attack the stuff that you need yeah. to do on a daily basis? And the reality is, the reality is, this is probably another show, but right. the fact is when you write it down, you are more likely to do it. Correct. If you write it down, you're more likely to achieve it. I think it's like 66% more likely. Something like that, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So if you make the mental commitment to yourself to write it down, mm -hmm. then you're like, okay, well, I'm only going to let down myself. But man, that's important. Right. That's important. That's a lot of pride. Right. I hate letting myself down. Yeah. I hate disappointing myself. Exactly. So you make a commitment. It's all mental. Yep. I'm going to write this down. And that's your everyday reminder. I can't be this guy who doesn't do this. Correct. Yeah. It's, it's six or seven steps. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to forget what I need to do. No. But it's the act of writing it down. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Very yeah. good. Very good. No, awesome. Great topic. Great yeah, topic. I love great. it. And the nice thing is, is, by the way, we don't plan these together. Uh, <laughs> one of our one of our rules is we do this separate. So when we come in here, it's very real right. for you. It's very real for us. Um, but we're going we're gonna to touch base on a few things. So that was great. I loved it. And once again, we're gonna go. We're gonna go back and forth a lot of times. You and I are very similar thinkers, but today is a very unique situation. Right. So, I had an experience this weekend, and it was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, my niece just graduated high school. Okay. Love her to death. Really quiet girl, but um, gosh, she's just very driven, self-driven. Yeah. Um, and she's one of those girls that had to really deal with some traumatic things. You just touched on it. Uh, her father died ten years ago. Okay. Uh, so you know, you're an eight-year-old girl. Your dad dies, uh, it w and it wasn't. It, it was a horrific death. Yeah, you know, shocked everybody. Um, so she had to adapt and overcome that. Then she moves towns, new school, new friends, all those things, and basically to graduate right at the top of her class. Right. Um, she's getting almost a full ride going to Ashland University. Okay. And she'd always talked about um, <clears throat> wanting to go into social work. She's got a she's got a servant's heart. She loves sure. kids. You she have to. to. You oh, have to. In that it's going to kill you. Yeah. It's it's going to kill you emotionally. Not, it's not great pay unless 100%. you get your master's, maybe. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So I'm sitting down with her at her grad party, and I'm just asking her what she's going to do, how she's going, is she getting excited for school, whatnot. Right. And we're talking about school, and she said, you know, she said, Uncle Mark, I think, I think I'm just going to flip it, and I'm going to go pre-law. Wow. I said, man, I said, Jazz, I'm like, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. That, that is a change. But what she did was she realized, not the money, not the money, she realized she can do more for those kids as a lawyer. Wow. So I have a bigger effect. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. We do what I'm going to talk about every single day. Or at least I hope we do. Try to. <laughs> yeah. But by the way, we fail at it all the time. I fail at it every day. But the reality is, is be better. Mm. This is a young lady who was looking at something she's passionate about. And she realized, what can I do more of? So not necessarily did she say, be better. Be better is just something I've coined to tell myself. Right. Um, and everyone else. Oh, and I, yeah, I tell everybody <laughs> else. My kids hate hearing it. They all hate it. But I that's just, it. it's what we do. Yeah. Um, and it's a sense of motivation. and Constant reminder. Every day. Yeah. I need it too. But that's what she did. She looked at herself and she said, how can I be better? Yeah. And she's like, I've got the brains. I've got the smarts. I can do this. How can she make a bigger impact? And I can have a huge impact. And an impact that, not that social workers don't, they, I'm telling you, social workers to a lot of these kids are their family. Mm. They're huge. Mm -hmm. But how can you move the pen and the pencil? Right. And she's like, as a lawyer, I can do that. And so now she's going to go do it. I couldn't be more proud of her. Yeah. So we're leaving. We're at this party. It was a great party. Um, you know, anytime you go back home or in the country where I'm from, those parties are epic. <laughs> um, but so we're getting ready to leave. And she comes and she's like, Uncle Mark, you got to sign my board. You got to sign my board. I said, Jazz, you already know what I'm going to write. I said, I'm going to write be better. And she started laughing. She's like, Uncle Mark, you always have such good things to say. So I said, okay. So I went over there and I, I wrote, the world is a canvas. Paint your best picture. Mm. And essentially, I wrote be better. 
Right. But I wrote it in a way in which she's going to relate to it differently. But that's what I'm trying to say. I don't care what it is you're telling yourself every day to motivate yourself. Whether you're saying it's all mental. Mm -hmm. Whether me saying be better. The truth is we need to be self-accountable. Correct. I know a lot of people that get caught in the rut where they're looking for someone else someone else to either A, motivate them, B, be accountable to, or C, walk alongside with them in their path. Right. And what we got to do is, is you got to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. You got to separate yourself mentally, not physically. Correct. Separate yourself mentally and know that you can depend on yourself. You are your greatest tool, hands down. And you got to trust yourself. Correct. The biggest part is you got to trust yourself to fail. I'm not even talking about succeeding yet. That's true. I'm talking about failing. Because if you can trust yourself that I'm going to fail, you can recognize I'm going to fail. You're now coherent. How did I fail? What can I do to not fail again? Mm-hmm. And how do I make this better? How do I do this better? I used to have a uh, battalion chief. Um, some of my background, you guys will hear this throughout as a firefighter. As a professional firefighter, Columbus, Ohio. Um, one of the largest fire departments in the country. Shout out. Uh, yeah, CFD. Those are all my guys. Love them to death. But I had a battalion chief. His name was Chief Bishop. Dude scared me to death. I'm a young man. I ain't never seen a guy this big. I ain't never seen Paul's that big. And his voice, I'm like, dang. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to go do some training. um, And it was to get one of my certificates as a journeyman firefighter. And I failed. I failed. I wasn't worried about the failure. I knew what I did. I knew how to improve that. Correct. Uh, The academy teaches you that. They teach you adapt and overcome. I was worried walking back into the firehouse and having to tell him I failed. And he walks over and he looks at me and he says, here's the deal. It's only a mistake if you continue to do it. That's all he said. And I'm like, he just told me be better. Right. He just told me be better. And it's that is when I started thinking this way. And I would create all these little things. But it wasn't until my kids started getting older. I was about to say, because I was like, Mark, when did, I was going to ask, when did this really start? Uh, It started when we started training the boys. Yeah, but but truly, it sounds like it maybe started years ago. It did. It it was just different forms and fashions. Yeah. Different ways of saying it. And that's what I'm telling you. People right now, be better might be what you need right now. Right. Tomorrow, it may be something different, but along the same lines. I feel that. We have to evolve. Yeah. In every challenge, you have to evolve. You know, but be better might be your thing. But really, be better... Be better came when we started training the boys. Okay. Because what we tell them all the time, you got to train perfection because you won't play it yeah. and you got to expect to fail. Correct. But you got to train perfect. You know, chain, train till you can't get it wrong. Even though perfection is unattainable, unattainable. we but strive for perfection on the Train until you can't get it wrong. If you want to be the best, that's what I said. If you want to be the best. So here's what happened I'm having a conversation um, with our second oldest son. Uh, he'll be a junior this year. Yep. You know him, you train him well. Yep. Um, and by the way, just so you guys are aware, Josh is a cheat code. So the stories you'll hear him say, <laughs> my son's already heard all these. So he's going to go to college with a cheat code. He's going to know how <laughs> scary true. it is. He's going to know. He's going to cry himself right. to death. He's going to hear all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, no doubt. He's going to know it's going to be hard. But I told him one day, I said, buddy, your dreams can't be more important to me. Mm. And I just told him, I said, you got to be better. And I was like, there it is. Be better. Yeah. So now every time he does something, he'll come home and say, hey, you know, dad, I did this and this went well and all this went well. I said, you be better. He's like, I can be better. So he gets it. It's a, it's a conversation without a conversation. It's a way of saying that's great, and it's a way of saying don't stop. Yeah, you know the greatest athletes don't stop. Your Tom Brady's don't stop. Your Bryce Harpers don't stop. Mm-hmm. LeBron James was on the set the other day of uh, Space Jam Two, and he's out there shooting three pointers from the wing because he doesn't stop. Nope. No, I'll tell you. Got to be better. The day you stop being better is the day you might as well walk away. Fail. It's just like a, a father and a husband. I wake up every day trying to attain perfection. 
Right. I live the day as a failure. Now, some people would say, God, why do you want to do that? <laughs> that that's like a horrible. Like, aren't you depressed? I mean, doesn't that just wear you out? No. No. no, it motivates me. God's, it has to. It motivates me because I look at that and say, I can do that better. Mm-hmm. I'm on my fifth kid. You know how easy it is? <laughs> it's cakewalk Bro, now. it's so easy. Right. It's so easy. Because <laughs> I look at the other ones, and the kid, the older kids get it too. They're like, man, we never had it like that. Right. right. And I'm like, yeah, because now I'd be better. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm are like, better. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, y'all had it rough because yeah. we were both learning. Yeah. And yeah. now the fifth one, she's got it easy because I got this stuff down. For sure. Gucci now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's just like my wife. I wake up every day, right. be better. Yeah. Be better. I want to be the best husband. I want to be the best caretaker. I want to be the best shoulder to cry on. That's that's my mindset. Now, my mindset starts with quiet time. We both mm-hmm. talked about quiet time. Right. I'm here to tell you, be better applies to your spiritual life all day long. Oh, if man. you think waking up and just reading scripture, saying your prayer twice a day, whatever you do is good enough, man, I, I ain't trying to be nobody's boss here, Ooh. but I'm telling you, conviction should tell you it's not enough. Yep. Not enough. We're not worthy of the price that was paid. We need to be better. I know. I feel it. I just had a conversation with a young man we both love dearly, and I literally just gave him the be better conversation mm-hmm. for a spiritual life. Right. Because I'm sorry, sleeping in on a Sunday, oh. he knows better. Right. He knows better, and I love him. Priorities. I love him. And I told him, you know where you need to be? And you would feel better. Mm-hmm. By being better, you would have felt better, mm-hmm. and he knows it. But we need that. Correct. But if I can't tell myself to be better... How can I tell somebody else to be better? The one thing my all my kids would tell you is what I expect from them, I expect from myself. Times 10. Yeah. Times 10. Yeah. But they also know what they get from me is that'd be better because you're chasing it. My wife, same way. My friends, you, because you're chasing it, I'm going to be right behind you. Mm-hmm. And when you fail... I'm going to be right behind I'm you. I'm there to remind you. Every time. I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to, I'm going to grind with you. Right. I'm going to get dirty with you, my kids, my wife, you, all my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be right there with you because you're striving for something and you're not quitting because you're trying to be better. Yeah. And that's what we need to do. We got to stop depending on other people to lift us up. Got to stop depending on other things mm-hmm. that we think we need just to delay the inevitable. Mm-hmm. Well, if I had this, right. bro, we're shooting this in your office in our <laughs> barn, which is beautiful. We live in a barn, though. It, it's beautiful. But this is our studio. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to wait for a recording studio. I didn't need to wait for ten thousands and thousands of dollars to create this beautiful thing. No, no, no. We put it together because we know we can just be better. Yeah. I can do something great in here. Right. And I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody, no. but what I'm saying is, is I'm not afraid to fail. You're gonna be better than you were yesterday. Oh, absolutely. An hour ago. And that's the reality. Whatever it is. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. You're constantly on that. I have a friend in Florida, and <laughs> this made me think of that. His name is Dave. Great, great guy. We went through some certifications training together. Um, and he told me one time, he said, Mark, he said, the best you is the best for everybody. Hmm. Now I'll explain that in another show. <laughs> but the minute he said that, I knew exactly what he was talking right. about. He was telling me to be better. Uh-huh. And so I never stopped chasing it. Yeah. Never stopped chasing it. And I wasn't like this my entire life. Yeah. I didn't realize this until I was later in my years. But the reality is, is I can't depend on nobody else but myself. Right. And there's really, I can tell, I could tell you the story. There's not enough time today. There's not enough time. <laughs> But I could tell you the story of when it began, really birthed, like when it hit home, sunk in, knew I didn't have a choice. It'll be better stuff. Oh, yeah. Knew I didn't have a choice. Our whole lives, we have choices. Everybody. Turn left, turn right, go straight, reverse, whatever. Free will. Exactly. Free will. God granted us that. Yep. 
So be better has been around a long time. I always want to be perfect. As an athlete, I want to be perfect. All those things. But the minute I knew I didn't have a choice, the minute I knew I couldn't park it, I couldn't reverse it, I had to go at it. That's a story for another show. Oh, I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. That's a story for another show. That applies to everybody. We all have those moments in life. Yeah. You had that moment. I remember being with you in that moment. You came out of college on fire. You thought you knew the direction you were going. And God said, uh-uh. Psych. Nope. And then you look at it like, man, this is going to be hard. This is going to be hard. It has been. It is. It's a struggle. <laughs> but the reality is, is every day it's a rewarding struggle. Yep. You learn every single day. Every day. Good things are happening. Great things are actually happening. Right. It, does, it might not feel like that at times, but no doubt you can definitely see the work, the works there is. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, like all the viewers and all the listeners, I mean, you might be listening to this like, this guy's crazy. No, just stop. Stop. I mean, don't, don't think I'm telling you something because I'm perfect and I know everything. Don't take this this way. You're saying it because you know you're not perfect. Because I fail at this all the time. Every day. Look at your life and say, okay, where am I struggling? What can I do to change that? Right. And if it's the little things, and Mark, that I'm going to chime in here real quick. That that brings up a great point because I've I've recently been at a time in my life where, you know, I was just doing some self reflecting recently. Yep. Um, you know, a few months ago, and I was just like, you know, I'm 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 24 years old. Uh, you know, I've got really in the process of launching three different businesses. Um, can just running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Oh yeah, I witness and, it all the time. Right. Yeah. And. You know, I was doing some self-reflecting yesterday and I was just like, I'm doing good, but what what am I not what can I be better at? Yeah. And it it was a point in time I was just like, I'm not getting up early enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I sleep I told, faster. I told, we both have a friend exactly. that will say it. He'll say sleep, sleep faster. Fa- yeah. And I told myself, I was like, if I want to become elite in the categories yeah. that I am living right yeah. now, I need to be better in this category. Absolutely. And I made the change. And yeah. and it's and skyrocketed. Absolutely. But you, yeah. that's a, but that's, that's where I'm going. It's a sacrifice. Correct. What are you willing to sacrifice? If you're at your work and you say, man, this just ain't me. Mm-hmm. This just ain't me. I'm miserable every day, eight to five. I'm miserable. Assess that. Yeah. Is there a change? Is there a change? Right. Assess that. If you're not happy at home, assess that. Yeah. I'm not telling you to get divorced, but I'm telling you maybe swallow some pride. Correct. There are people out there who say, hey, Come, sit down as a couple. Let's talk about this. Where is it not working? Where is it better at? Or even just sit down with your spouse and say, hey, look, this is where I'm struggling. Right. They might have the same feelings. Mm-hmm. Sit down and have a conversation. We got to get rid of pride. There's way too much pride. Pride over what? Right. Over what? Nothing. Yep. Let it go. Being vulnerable is not a weakness. Not at all. Not a weakness. Not at all. It's only a weakness if you become a slave to it. Mm-hmm. Take those times of vulnerability and improve. Like Be that. better. I like that, Mark. It's going to say, I'm going to say this all the time on this show. They will hear me get you. You'll be saying something like, oh, no, man, be better. (laughs) And that's how it is. It's a slide. It just slides in there, man. As you guys would say, what do you guys say on the low key, whatever it is, the word? (laughs) Low key. Slide slide in on some DMs or whatever. Man, I don't know all this stuff. (laughs) This guy. This guy. (laughs) I don't know all this stuff. My daughter hates when I throw that stuff out. She told me the other day, what's the new one? I hate to get off topic, but um, sauce. Sauce. She's like, yeah, they sauced it right over. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Sauce. I've never heard. She's that like one. it means like throw. Now I've heard of like a girl. If she's like saucy, like saucy turkey. No, no. I, I know, mean like sauce, I know some like, of my viewers know what throw that is. it that way. Oh no, I get <laughs> it. Hey, bro, but I was sauce, like, honey, man. I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah. I don't even know anybody that uses that word. Right, right, but right. you know, I got teenagers. They bring new stuff home every day for sure. But that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You you got to you literally have to just self assessment. I don't mm-hmm. care if you're a teenager right now listening to this and you're like, man, my life's really not going the direction I wanted it to. 
you're you're not immune to struggle because you're a teenager. Right. And the whole, oh, my parents do this, my parents, okay, take ownership of your life. Mm-hmm. Take ownership of your life. If there are goals that you are setting, chase them. Right. Set them high. Prepare to fail and not walk away. Fail and get better. Mm-hmm. Fail and say, okay, this is struggle. This is adulting. You know how many people I've heard now say, man, this adulting stuff's rough? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Go talk to all the successful people in the world. They're going to tell you, I failed 100 times. Yeah. I failed 100 times before I even made it once. It didn't happen overnight. No. But you know what they didn't do? They didn't quit. They looked themselves in the mirror. They assessed it and said, how can I be better? Mm-hmm. That is where I think we as a whole, as a country, can be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about even your thought processes. Our thought processes are so simple. We're so right. judgmental. You know, we want to criticize everybody. It, oh, it's nasty. It's, it's nasty. Like, I raise my kids. I raise my kids. A human is a human. End of story. End of story. Mm-hmm. You know how free your life is from that? Yeah. Because you just choose to be better. Yeah. And being better is admitting, I'm no better than you. Right. I can't judge you. I was having that conversation. I uh, have breakfast with a gentleman once a month. Yeah. A uh, very successful business owner. And he likes to have breakfast with me because he likes basically to hear me tell him, be better. Okay. And Accountability. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we're sitting there having breakfast, and he's talking about all this stuff, and it was kind of on the judgy topic. And I looked at him, I said, hey, listen, the reality is, if we were to judge, if we're in charge, we're judging everybody on the earth, we're all going to fail. Mm-hmm. We're all going to fail because we're the comparison. Right. We're judging everybody compared to ourselves. And if we're putting on a grade level like school, we all, we're all Fs. Yep. We all failed. Luckily for us, Jesus grades on a very large curve. <laughs> it's pretty nice. So an F is an A. Right. Okay? So I told him, I said, let him do that. Mm-hmm. So being better is, is making the choice. I'm not going to judge. Right. I'm going to love. I'm going to show love. And I'm not going to judge. Yeah. Accept people as they are. Be better. Yeah. So it's like this. People might hear this and say, okay, well, he's talking about sports. He's talking about work. No, no, no. I'm talking about life. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. Applies to everything. 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 Every aspect of your life. Correct. It doesn't matter. You can look at it and say, how can I improve it for it to be the best? Mm -hmm. And at the end, you do peak. You peak, and now the best you is the best for everybody. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about that, you're going to think about that. People are going to leave here and think about it. Best me is the best for everybody. Best me is for us. It is. It's never a truer statement has been spoken. I want to back up a little bit. That's interesting. I I think that's really intriguing what you said there, that... You 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 do you believe you you hit a peak? Oh well, I think the peak is uh, for me the peak. Yeah. When I say when you hit your peak, okay. the peak is is that you're now at a level where you're always doing that in every aspect of your life. Okay, we're, you're always constantly gotcha. assessing. No, nobody hits the point where like, ooh, I've made elite in every area of my right, life. Right, right. Nobody does that. But you hit a point where you're constantly reassessing. You're, you're constantly looking for improvement. You're living it. Yes, you're now living what you're saying. For, all right, I, I, I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah, no, I mean for yeah. myself and really for the viewer. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you don't peak as imperfection, but you do yeah. peak in the point where you're constantly reassessing, right. right? Constantly assessing and improving. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's just where we are. And like I said, we're going to talk about this stuff over and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are things that are constantly be brought up. Yeah. Bring in some personal stories, you know, today and tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Um, because I want you guys. I want, I'm just one of you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm just one of you. I'm one of you guys. Right. Uh, you know, and, and there's lots of stories that you could tell me that we could share with you. No doubt. That we're all going to learn from. Um, and this is just a bit part of our lives. Sure. I'm willing to sit here and share part of my life with you. Yep. Um, Vulnerability. Because if it helps happen. somebody else, then that's a win. If it helps one person, right. we've said this before. If it gets to one person, it's a win. Yeah, it's worth it. 
it was it's worth a win. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll tell you what. How do people find us? So if you are looking for a deliberately linked and want to learn more about us, guys, we are right now on social media as far as Instagram under deliberately linked. Twitter, uh, under deliberately, de- linked. deliberately linked as well. And you obviously, if you might be viewing this right now on YouTube, um, as far as the video part of it, and then we're going to be on a various other, uh, aspects yeah. of you working know, on a website currently. S- yeah. SoundCloud. Website be popping up. Yep. Yeah. Obviously guys, we're very, very new at this. I would have told you about social media, but I don't know anything <laughs> about it. So I'd it's pretty it basic. Up. I'm actually trying to get Mark on the, <laughs> the social media. Grind. Not going to happen, man. He's going to be in these pictures. I need someone to tag. Not going to happen. Tag. Not going to happen. Tag you, Start so. tagging them. Tag us. Tag no us. No go no go on the social media stuff. I know y'all can like message and do that stuff. Slide Tell us what you think. Slide in them DMs. There you go. <laughs> Criticize. Critique sure. us. Please. Please. Gosh, do I need it. <laughs> we're, we're both ex-athletes. <laughs> we coached. We, we love a good critique. No so doubt. if you want to get in here and say you guys are obnoxious, you don't know what you're talking about, you know what? You're not going to get anything nasty back. And I think, I think you guys heard my my experience and my example. So yeah. I don't think you're going to get under my skin. <laughs> no, no. I mean, <laughs> so, brother, I, I'm a professional firefighter. You ain't got thick skin. You didn't make it. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, check Good. us out. We're so happy you're with us today. Yeah, and yeah. see you next time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Peace.